Welcome to the Good News for Teens podcast. I hope you're doing well today, and I hope in this next five, six, seven minutes that we'll be able to say something that will encourage you and that will remind you that Christ came for you, He died for you, and He rose for you, all because the Lord loves you and He wanted to show you. Um, to show you that, and He wants you to have hope, peace, and joy in Christ. And so, we've been working through Psalm 103, which begins by saying, Bless the Lord, O my soul, with all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. And then the psalmist goes on to list all of these benefits of being in relationship with Christ and of enjoying the salvation that God has given you. And so today, I just want to start off by talking about how difficult relationships are when you're a teenager. Broken relationships are one of the biggest issues you face as an adolescent, and it's probably as bad when you're an adolescent as any phase in your life. The psalm for today, the verse, I should say the verse for today, is Psalm 103.3, and it, and it says, uh, the benefit that it lists is that the Lord heals all your diseases, heals all your diseases, it follows, forgives all your iniquities. And so, uh, first off, just to say, you know, as a teenager, there are just so many times when you have heartbreaks or disappointments or betrayals. And it's true of different phases of life too. But as a teenager, I, I really do think it's just a little bit worse. Uh, because it's a time of life when everyone is is probably more insecure than they're ever going to be. And so people can just tend to be a little bit meaner when they're insecure. And on top of that, people, as a teenager, you're just not quite as aware of how your actions affect other people. And so consequently... It just tends to be a time of life when you get your feelings hurt and you have broken relationships more than just about any time that you're going to encounter. Sometimes, you know, you're you're on the the end where you're the victim. You someone you tell someone a secret and then they broadcast it to everyone and they totally break your trust, or you know, your girlfriend or your boyfriend breaks up with you and then the next day you find out that coincidentally they found a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend in twelve hours and they have a new, they have someone new that they're going out with. Um, you know, or it's, you have a friend that you've been buddies since you were in elementary school and then junior high school. And then in 10th grade, they started hanging out with some people and and they, you know, intentionally started to kind of shut you out and not include you in the group. And so when these things happen, it creates this awkwardness. It creates a brokenness and really mainly it creates a distance in the relationship where you may have been close to a person or felt really connected in a friendship. And then, because something happened, all of a sudden there's this distance and awkwardness. And so the psalm today, it says, you know, how the Lord heals all your diseases. Now, we don't want to ignore the obvious uh, interpretation of this, that the Lord does heal diseases. Anytime you have a cold, anytime you have the flu, anytime you have a broken leg, the healing that comes from that comes from the Lord. And Scripture calls us to to trust the Lord and ask the Lord for physical healing. And, and in the Old Testament, the, you know, the, this same phrase of healing all your diseases is mentioned multiple times, and it refers to physical healing. But as many times in the Old Testament, this term of healing refers to spiritual healing. Um, when it talks about diseases, a lot of times in the Old Testament, that refers to our, our moral corruption, our sin, basically. And so the healing that comes has to do healing in our relationship with God. And so the first thing to acknowledge is, you know, we talked about how you may have had a relationship where you were close to a person, but something happened. There was a betrayal, there was a break of trust, and then that created this distance. And we have to understand that sin 
inherently makes, creates distance between us and another person. It creates distance between our relationship with ourself and our relationship with other people and, our, and always in our relationship with God. And so one thing I would say is a lot of times people have this idea that they can sin in a vacuum and no one gets hurt. You know, a good example of that is friends with benefits, right? Oh, well, you know, I met this girl and we hooked up and, we, you know, she knew that there was no commitment. And so, you know, she, her feelings weren't hurt and, you know, it was just at the beach and it was no big deal and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and here's the thing, like, sin never occurs in a vacuum. That uh, may or may not have hurt that girl or that guy, but it definitely uh, hurts your relationship with yourself and it always hurts your relationship with God. Sin always distances you from God. And so, so that's the first thing to understand is that when we sin, we need healing. We need healing and restoration in our relationship with others, with ourselves, and, and primarily with God. The second thing, though, is to think about how does that healing occur. And, you know, think about if you had done something to wrong a friend. Uh, you know, you had betrayed their trust. You had done them wrong. And consequently, there was an awkwardness in your friendship. The only way that things are going to get fixed is for you to go to your friend and say, hey, look, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. It was not acceptable. And I ask that you'd forgive me. And, you know, with people, that doesn't always mean that we're going to be best buddies again. But it usually does a lot to bring us closer together again and to dispel and relieve some of the awkwardness that's there. Well, it's the same thing with God. Um, and this is why confession of sin is so vital in our relationship with God, um, because it heals our relationship. It brings us closer to him again. And the thing is, is with people, when we confess our sin to people, we ask for forgiveness. There's not a guarantee that they're going to forgive you. Um, we're sinners. You know, we hold grudges and we don't have the same capacity for mercy that God does. But God has an infinite capacity for mercy. And so he always forgives us. And so the first thing is, the first kind of practical point I would make is that part of the reason we want to avoid sin and we want to resist temptation is because it naturally hurts our relationship with God. It creates distance. And, and we don't want that. And the second thing is that th- this is why there is value in being honest with God. Uh, and I say honest, that includes you know, confession of sin. We always, we want to daily confess our sins to God because it, it draws us closer to Him again and it heals that relationship. But also too, honest. when I say honesty, I mean be honest with God about doubts you have or honest with God about how confused you are and how disappointed you may be in the way that things turn out. You just don't understand why he allowed that to happen. Um, and so understand that, you know, God is, is full of mercy and grace and, uh, he, you know, he, he wants to hear your heart. And so uh, I would encourage that. And here's the thing, you know, being close to God, that really is the highest good, the, the greatest experience you can have in this life. The most joy, peace, and hope that you'll experience in life comes through an intimate bond with the Lord. And an intimate bond with the Lord is cultivated and sustained by regularly confessing your sin and reconciling with God. Hope this helps. Hope you have a great day. God bless. Me from the grave.